Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Bobcast. With you, as always, is B.O.B. live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Guess what, folks? I'm back in the original lounge where it all started. It's the studio room, I guess, if you will, of my house. The lounge. Why did I call it the lounge? Because the wallpaper is just ghastly. It's so ghastly. It's the lounge. It's where you come to smoke cigarettes in the 80s and let it, let the, you know, the butt get smashed into the carpet. It's what this look <laughs> felt like when I first walked into the room. And I kept the, the wooden walls of decay. I shouldn't say decay because then you think it's like gross. But I mean, you know, it's just 80s style, if you will. And uh, the Ouija board was in front of me because somebody bought it for me for Christmas. Shout out to my brother. And uh, I'm back now in my studio broadcasting solo this week another episode of the bobcast give it up for my sponsor hot john i'm putting that shit on everything it's so good i don't even know how to tell you the type of sensation you're gonna have if you make yourself a grilled cheese with honey wheat bread american cheese and you know a couple spurts of hot john Check out alltojohns.com. Pop in the promo code BOBCAST and get 15% off. Watch out because it's going to be everywhere by this time next. You can get in on the action right now and get the hot John sauce for a very decent price. Back to me. Back to the lounge. So, yeah. (laughs) I'm back in therapy. Uh, I got a new therapist that I'm excited about. She had some Buddha statues, and uh, they were carefully placed, you know? They weren't just there for Ikea purposes. The room felt to me that it had some sort of holistic vibe, and um, truth be told, it it wasn't the first time that I've ever been in that building. That particular building, I tried therapy out a few years back, and uh, it didn't work out, you know? Um... It just didn't work out. Um, No shame in that game. I mean, it is what it is. You know, sometimes your relationship with the therapists, it just doesn't work. And I think that some people who try out therapy for the first time, maybe they get somebody they don't connect with, and then they automatically assume that therapy in general is no good for them. And I implore you to keep looking, you know, because eventually you can find a therapist you could speak with. And uh, the thing I'm excited about is this therapist uh, likes to chat in real life. I go somewhere again, you know? God, does that feel good when you go somewhere. You go somewhere, you chat with somebody about all the shit in your head that's bothering you. It feels good, you know? It feels therapeutic like it should, hence the word therapy, hence the word chat, chit-chat, you know? Hence the word podcast, hence the word the lounge staring at the Ouija board, hence the word... Just living, you know. My job's, uh, you know, it's flowing, I guess, would be the best way to describe it at this point. It's also one of the reasons why I'm back in therapy. But hey, on a positive note, let me tell you something, okay? Let me tell you something. And this is the whole reason that I'm doing this podcast this evening, to be quite honest. I was so moved by something today. So I'm going to share the story with you, okay? So, obviously... You know now that I work back at the 
place I went to high school. So I'm around students again who are, you know, 16, 17 years old. And I've spoken about this long before I even got this job on my show that I had hoped and prayed that one day there'd be something that was like Nirvana for me to watch again, or excuse me, for for us to witness again, for the excitement of the Beatles, the excitement of Nirvana, the excitement of music becoming more than just three chords. It, it just, it upset me when I first got back to the school and I, I noticed that there just wasn't, you know, many bands. And, and then I started to discover there was one or two bands out there. And there's this one kid, I can't say his name and I can't say the band name, but like, I just want to let you know, this kid, he says to me, he's like, um, Hey, Mr. Cahill, do you want to listen to this new song I just did? And I was like, sure, buddy. There's like a couple minutes left before like uh, the bell. And the bell, mind you, isn't the same bell that we used to have. It's a very ominous tone, if you will. But um, I put the headphones on and uh, I can't tell. Like the first thing I notice is the drumming sounds so unique that I, I think to myself at first, is this kid playing the drums or is he just a master at programming drums? Because if you program drums, if you're not a musician, like uh, the whole, you know, art of getting it right, like in Fruity Loops or something like a program to create, you know, an artificial drummer, it's tough to do. And it's tough to make it sound like it's real. So automatically I'm hooked. And then this kid starts singing. He starts singing and he, he he's singing about things that I, I recognize things that like I remember from being a kid about being estranged and being um, weird and like wanting to be weird and like trying to like get through all the bullshit you know and dude he, I, it got to the first course and like I had my head down and I was listening because the chord was short but it was a good thing because I was just, I was moved. I, um, my eyes got, you know, watery and, uh, I just couldn't believe what I was listening to. And, um, yeah, man, it was awesome. You know, it was fucking badass, And like, it just made my day, man. It made my, it made my whole, like, you know, like last like six months, a year, you know, in a way, like thinking to myself, I got to be witness again to something special and it's like there's still that level of positivity with the kids to want to create something to share their true emotions. Not by writing some shit in the comments with the Instagram boxes and the Facebook statuses and the TikToks and whatever, but actual raw emotion, raw emotion that comes through the art of music, something that unites people from all around the world as we know. So I mean like dude, I told, I, 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 Oh, man, I was just so moved. I told the kid, man, like, I am really floored. I'm going to tell your dad, whom I know, like, just how special it is. It's such a great song. I wish I could play it. But, um, you know, got to maintain uh, student privacy. That's what you do when you're an educator, you know? You got to be uh, <laughs> a role model. But, you know, I mean, like, uh, I just had to share with my audience that, like, I was moved to emotion that I haven't felt in a really, really long time. Because when I went to that school, when I was a kid, there were so many bands. There were so many Battle of the Bands. There were so many gong shows. There were so many things that I remember from my youth that are associated with bands, local 
bands that went to Plymouth White Marsh High School. And, ah, oh, man. I asked the kid if he needed a bass or drummer, bass player or drummer, you know, like, <laughs> it was just great, man, you know, and, uh, yeah, I want to share that with you guys because it's a very positive thing. It's a very uh, uplifting thing for me that it's really what I'm all about is promoting positivity. Like for, you know, you, the audience, these, uh, these students, you know, I think we're all students of something, right? I mean, if you, if you've given up on learning something and you're like, nah, it's not for me. Education's just a, you know, bunch of shit then you're not really thinking correctly because there's lots of things that you could learn, I'm sure, that you would enjoy. But for some, there's always this block or there's this um, rift. And I think that that's a mistake. The, the rift is like what they want you to to do to fail. I, I don't want to fail. I mean, who wakes up at like 6 o'clock in the morning and says like, Ooh, can't wait to just fail. <laughs> That's all I'm about today. Excuse me, all the emails are going to be written incorrectly. I'm all about to fail. <laughs> Yo, let's check this out for a moment. I was thinking about this the other day. I remember when email first came out. And, like, I remember, like, thinking, like, amongst the community, maybe this doesn't work out. <laughs> you know? Like, it was just not going to be a thing that caught on. And uh, it did. And, damn it. Because you know what? I'm the type of person, if I need to get something, call me. You know, I hate the fact. This is why I do the podcast, because I like to talk. I miss talking to my friends. I call my friends all the time. Some people, some pick up, some don't. It's just how it is, you know? Like, here, I'll give you an example. Let's see. Who should we call? Who should we call right now and see if they pick up? You know what? It's too late. I can't. See, this is the other thing, too. I'm, I'm old now. and It's late. It's 9.45 p.m. I can't call it up my friends right now. I probably could, but you know what? I'm not going to do it because I'm just I'm whispering. The studio room is right next to my son's room. My son has become an avid Lego builder. And let me tell you something, okay? When I was a kid, I didn't have patience for Legos. I didn't. I had what you called prehistoric ADD. Okay, prehistoric ADD, let me tell you what it was, okay? Basically, you couldn't keep your thoughts together. You were enamored by home box office television. You had a plethora of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys that you played with in the dirt, but then also cleaned because you were scared to get them dirty. You had issues. You had an Atari 2600, but you wanted a Nintendo. You guys remember the show Funhouse, where a bunch of kids run around and they try to like collect money and shit? Remember that stuff? Remember the American dream of Double Dare? Remember the proclamation of our youth before the internet and the podcasts and the Joe Rogan, Neil Young debates and the rage of humanity wars? Yeah. Some people, I, I see chatting online about the Joe Rogan, Neil Young thing and some have asked my opinion through text and I'll tell everybody my opinion. Look, I'm double vaccinated and I'm boosted and I'm listening to Joe Rogan forever. Okay? It's just how it is. Joe reminds me of an honest person who, like, I mean, like, he comes out and he says, yeah, I made some mistakes. 
look, I make mistakes all the time too. And I also believe that mistakes is how you actually learn. That's how you get an education is mistakes. I don't know who like goes to school and gets an A right away. You know, who does that? But I bet, I bet you there is somebody out there. I'd like to meet them. I'd like to interview them here on the show. And I know there's lots of people I haven't gotten to on the show that I had lined up. But listen, Christ, my job is just so intense. It's it's intense. And um, I miss my family. And when I get home, I want to chill with my family. And I want to eat dinners. And I want to, like, talk and, like, you know, watch my son build these Legos, you know. My wife is a saint, you know. My wife and I, um, we've been married... But you know what we've been married for a long time, but we've been together over twenty years, you know, and like that's really what counts because uh, she's such a good mom, you know it's crazy what a good mom she is. she sits there, she builds the Legos with them, she completes these masterful sets. I have prehistoric a d d so I can't really I can't get my shit straight, you know, <laughs> I try and I do some parts, but she's way better at it than me, you know, I'm the type of person who likes to make something. Like make a podcast or I, you know, start drawing again. Drawing has been very therapeutic for me. I recommend it. I'm telling you, if you can't draw, guess what? Somebody probably told you that shit and you believed it. I'm sorry I'm saying the word shit so much too, by the way. I'm conscious of this, you know. It's just that my my attitude, you know, is it's full of teenage thanks, to be honest with you. I was trying to th- figure out what's going on with me. I'm, f- I'm 42 years old and I am full of teenage thanks once again. <laughs> I believe that I, <laughs> ah, man, it's just wild, right? Isn't it crazy, like, how fast our lives go? I mean, one moment you're you're walking the halls of high school, you're falling in love for the first time, you're getting your license for the first time, you're doing all these crazy things, and the next thing you know, bang, you're living in the valley, and you can smell the pretzel factory. And your neighbor... Won't put up a fence. And all their shit's in their backyard. I live next to a hoarder. I probably mentioned this before the show. I haven't talked about it in a while. But you know what? It's getting bad, folks. It's getting crazy out there, you know? When you live next to a hoarder, you have to have two levels of understanding. Okay, let me explain to you the two levels of understanding that you have to have in order to complete this mission. One, it's compassion, okay? They're batshit crazy. All, like most hoarders, they have some mental issues, okay? I don't know one that's got the straight A's in school we just talked about. Most of them are depressed. Most of them live alone. Most of them can't let go of things because of these uh, neuron patterns they formed in their brain of addiction, compulsion, and disorder. It's like living in a nightmare, basically. And this woman, she can't get rid of shit, you know? So I get that, but at the same time, I have a family, and I also have a lovely dog that I care about, and the dog likes to go in that yard, and there's a bunch of shit the dog can eat and just gets sick. But, you know, it's just tough, man. Dude, you have to have compassion, right? I I realized that late in life, and I wish I knew it, like, fully as as a, as a teen or as a young adult. If you don't have compassion for other people, and you don't, if you don't automatically, like, when you meet somebody, you need to treat them with the utmost form of kindness and respect to signify, like, that you two are like them, human, we're all human, you know? Most of the time, that first introduction, it's just, it goes sour because of, like, anxiety, or it goes 
north because of, you know, expectations or it goes south because of, you know, sometimes prejudices. People make these prejudices of themselves. And it's terrible, you know. I, I can't stand the, the divide that happens between us. I see it daily, and it sucks. And I hope that one day we all learn the ultimate truth and the ultimate secret that prehistoric ADD can be... No, I'm just playing. But the ultimate truth is kindness. I know that at the end of the day, when I'm dead and gone, I'll know that kindness is the the path towards enlightenment. It really is. I mean, in my studies, in my life, I find that when you practice these things and you're altruistic, you're able to accentuate yourself, accentuate yourself into something that represents something more than human. And I'm not talking like some sort of like, you know, alien shit. I'm saying that, you know, you, you, you become a symbol then for others, you know, that's what I, that's all I wanted to be as a kid. You know, people ask me all the time, like, oh, yeah, what do you want to be when you grow up, Bob? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You know, and all the shit that I liked was comic books, man. Heroes, people that did good things for others, like Spider-Man, the Hulk, Batman, you know, and they did these things selfishly, you know. Spider-Man would swing down the subway and help somebody and then basically just swing off and be like, okay, you're welcome. Because that's what heroes do, man. That's why that Spider-Man movie got me, dude, like a... I wept, like weeping these days. I'm a weepy guy, post-pandemic. People ask you, um, what's changed? Yeah, I like to cry now. You can join me uh, every day at 11.11 a.m. It's usually when I'm crying. But anyway, uh, I love you guys, and uh, I appreciate you tuning in each week. These uh, solo podcasts are very therapeutic for me. Um and any feedback that you guys send me, you can email me, cahill.bob at gmail.com, or you can straight up just text me. But uh, I'm not really comfortable putting that out here. So, uh, yeah, find a way. Email me. I just talked about how I hate email and how I thought it wouldn't catch on. I guess you got to catch on and hit me up if you got any questions. I'll answer them here on the, the air, too, by the way, if you got anything. If you got any problems and you want to remain anonymous, write it. Cahill.bob at gmail.com At gmail.com, huh? You like that? You like how I say it? You like how I like to put the barbecue sauce in the nugget? Thank you for listening. I feel like now I don't want to go. You know, you ever feel that way? You ever like, you, you ever been at a party and you're like, all right, everybody, I'll see you. Take care now. And all of a sudden the party's like, don't, 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 don't. And like, you know, you start to hear that, you know, party erupt and you're like, Jesus, dude, what am I doing? This thing's about to pop off and I'm about to leave. Go home and watch Netflix on my couch and think about all the things that could have happened if I stayed here at this party, but I didn't because I left. And my whole life is just now down the tubes and I'm thinking about shit from the 80s and 90s and thousands and I'm just living in the past and not thinking about the future. My name's B.O.B. and this has been another episode of The Bobcast.